Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. About two weeks ago, here on Lunchtime Live, I spoke to one listener, a caller, Donna, Donna O'Connor, because she was travelling from Chicago to Ireland to scatter her parents' ashes. And when Donna arrived in Dublin, unfortunately, her luggage, her baggage containing her parents' ashes didn't arrive. And um, Donna was just absolutely heartbroken and we had a huge outpouring of um, just naturally sympathy and people getting in touch with us here on the show, offering to do whatever they could to to try and help Donna be reunited with her parents' ashes. Uh, Donna is back with us on the programme, but Donna, I am delighted to hear you got some good news. I did. Thank you, Andrea. I was so happy to get my parents' ashes back Um, and it took about two and a half weeks and as you know, but I was thrilled to get them back and um, attended Mass with my parents' ashes with me and I'm now in Mayo and Castlebar and and have spread their ashes as well. Okay. So since we spoke, I think it was roughly around this time two weeks ago, Donna, what happened in the aftermath of that? So it, it took, you know, again, Air Canada really didn't contact me and then uh, about five or six days after we spoke, probably I got a message from them saying, uh, we think we found your luggage and we're sending it back to Chicago. Hope that's right. Which that was a little unsettling because I thought, is it my luggage? And no, I really need it here in Ireland. But tried to call the number back and just got an automated response, you know, that no one's available at this number. And if they need to contact me, they'll call. But Eventually, they did show back up at my house in Chicago, or suburb of Chicago, and I am renting the house out, so uh, my renter let me know, but I, I don't know this lady really, so I didn't want her to go into the luggage, and, and it was someone that I met on your, from your show. His name okay. is Dermot, and he, he works at uh, Dublin Airport, not for Air Canada, and he kept looking for the luggage for me, and then texted me and said, I think your luggage is coming in on a United flight and I'm going to make that flight and make sure that it gets to a courier and gets to you. Where are you now? And I told him and he got a, I was in the news. Um, I left Dublin after about nine day, eight or nine days and said, I need to kind of get out and go someplace a little quieter for my own peace of mind. And he got it out to me and I'm so grateful to Dermot. I have texted with him and you've, you pass my number along to him, and I, I don't believe I would have the luggage without the people in Ireland helping me with this because it wasn't Air Canada. It was all the support and kindness that I got in Ireland that brought them back to me. Well, I'm deli- I'm delighted to hear that, Donna, that that was your experience. And fair play to Dermot. I, so he was yes. just listening to you on the show. Yes, and he contacted you and said, you know, if you want, Good with it. You can give her my contact yeah. information. No, because we had quite a I few did. people who, who who got in touch, you know, and, and, and with your permission, we exchanged numbers, but I, I hadn't. That's that's great. Well, I'm I'm thrilled to hear that, Donna, because that's oh, it's great that there's, the, you know, just the generosity of people is, it's absolutely incredible at times when you hear stories like this. So you met Dermot, you got the ashes and yes. you went to Mass then, because that was your plan, wasn't it? To, to try and get to Mayo, I suppose, as soon as you could. Right. That was the plan, you know, was to come to Mayo. And, um, you know, as I mentioned when I talked to you last time, I had gone to the pro-cathedral a number of times 
to mask, you know, to pray for their return. And uh, it was, you know, just wonderful to be able to bring them to mass with me and then come to Mayo and, you know, bring them back to where my great, great grandparents came from. Did you mention that you've you've actually, um, have you scattered the ashes down at this stage? I have. You have, yes. yeah. yeah. I'd say that was a very oh, tough no. day. Yeah, but also very, I felt so much relief when I got my parents back because I had no idea. I still don't know where they were all that time. The bag looks quite beaten up. And so I'm assuming they were in a number of different places. But at one point I was feeling a little hopeless, like maybe I'll never be reunited with this. And again, I can't, I've said it to German a number of times and I can't say it enough to everyone else that helped me. I want, I know in my heart, I wouldn't have them back if not for the people that helped me in Ireland. Yeah. And I can't express my appreciation enough for that. I know you nearly don't probably care as much as to, to you know, where the bag has been for the, the past two weeks. But I can, can't imagine the relief when you got that contact from, from Dermot to say, you know, I think, yeah. think this bag has arrived. Right. He, he, contacted me and said it's on on this united flight i'll meet the flight I'll make sure it gets to you and I, it was a huge relief because it had been two and a half weeks of you know initially thinking oh i'll i'll find this i'll find this but as you know i was out at dublin airport every day trying to get your canada for the help and no one was and then i kind of got like oh i may not see this again what will i do and you know just very i felt a lot of distress so the minute dermot said I know what flight it's on. I'm going to meet it. I thought, I'll get, I'll get that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so relieved and so grateful. There's a text in from a listener, Donna, who's who's um, just listening to you here on the show today to say, you know, the goodness of Irish people shines through. Fair play to Dermot and absolutely 100% Dermot if you're listening today. Fair play to you. Delighted for Donna and I do remember hearing that story. We actually had a number of people, Donna, who, and even myself as well, and on Twitter afterwards, people just sent messages and, and got in touch and asked, you know, had you been reunited or, or was there any update? So it is great to be able to chat to you today and, you know, certainly to hear as well that it's positive news and a, a positive outcome as well following what happened. Um, when you were in Mayo, and I know that's why you came home especially, you know, to, to do this and to um, to scatter your parents' ashes, d- did you have other family members or friends or, you know, d- did you do it in your own honour or had you people there? I. I did it on my own um, because I don't, you know, I'm trying to find out if there are extended family here, but I haven't figured that out yet. And I'm planning on staying in Mayo for a while. But again, you know, people on that I met, you know, around whether that was like, I've met a woman on the train coming down from Dublin to Castle Bar and you know, we started chatting. And when I said my name, she said, Oh, I know who you are. So, so many people would say, I know who you are and, you know, how are you doing? And thank goodness you got them back. And again, I just, I, I firmly believe that, you know, without the prayers and without the help and support of the United, because yeah. I've subsequently at mass, you know, met people who are still, you know, a month out or six weeks out waiting for their luggage and, also would say, oh, I, I heard you on the radio and I'm so sorry about your parents' ashes. So I'm very, very grateful. Yeah. And there's not a, ni- not a nicer population of people than in Ireland. They're just 
very welcoming and kind and generous and it's been that's held me up throughout. Absolutely. Well, it's great. It's it's lovely to hear that, Donna. I, I know a lot of people will be delighted to hear that you, you have been reunited. Did you do anything special on the day to, to market or? Well, mass, you know, attended mass. Yeah. And uh, then also, you know, just spent some time alone. And, you know, like everybody who loses their parents, I miss my parents a lot. And, um, you know, it's just, it makes me feel like I have them back again a bit, if that makes sense. Yeah. And what do you plan to do, Donna? Have you much long? Like, are you planning to stay much longer here, or to travel I, around Mayo? Or I am. I am going to stay longer because you know the beginning of the trip was so shoved off the path that I thought I'd have. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I want to stay and continue to you know kind of search for more family root connections. I've been spending time, you know, reading about Irish history more than I, I knew it, obviously, from the past, but I feel like it's much more accessible to me here and just want to continue to interact with the, the people in Ireland and, and the country because it's, it's a beautiful country. Well, I, I hope you enjoy um, the remainder of your stay, you know, Donna, when you're here and you've had a like a very, very stressful first two weeks. There's, I can't even begin to imagine how you must have, you know, the stress of all of that and, and waiting to get the luggage back. But look, it's, it's, it's genuinely great news to hear that you did. And I'm delighted you were able to carry out your plan and, and your wishes um, that you talked about here with us on the show just two weeks ago. So listen, mind yourself and enjoy the rest of the break. Thank you. Thank you for all your help. Not at all. Not at all. We did did nothing. It's Dermot. (laughs) We did (laughs) absolutely nothing. It was Dermot. We should be. Yeah, we should. We got the word out. We should be thanking Dermot for sure. Listen, Donna, thanks a million. Thanks so much for joining us here uh, on the programme today. Donna O'Connor there. And that's just, I have to say, that's absolutely terrific news uh, to hear that today. And a lot of good wishes coming in um, for Donna and delighted listeners, delighted to hear that she was able to to do as she planned. Um, Now, still to come on the programme today, Geraldine Herbert is going to be with us in the next uh, couple of minutes. She's in to answer any questions, any motoring questions you have. So look, if you're thinking of buying a new car or you're trying to get a secondhand one or you're thinking of going electric, whatever the query, send that into us 53106 and um, you can call us either if you want to talk to Geraldine yourself that's 1800 453 also a few moments ago we were talking about friends and what makes a good friend and there's loads more listeners coming in now and getting in touch about this um, the friendship item struck me says this texter I actually struggle to make friends and I've never had a best friend I have acquaintances at best, says one listener. This texter says, I'm the I'm the one who organises most meetups with friends and honestly, I'm sick of it. I think it becomes the norm amongst groups that one will get in touch and arrange a meetup. Um, they rarely reciprocate. I pull back considerably and they've made more of an effort now as a result. It's frustrating and thankless. Sometimes female friendships are almost like marriages. There's a lot of work involved, says this texter. Lunchtime live at newstalk.com is the email address if you do want to get in touch with us on the programme. Uh, we're going to be talking about whether Dublin is the best place for a new purpose-built town. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.